Hey guys, big news. New Balance has released the Fresh Foam 1080 V13 with a new outsole design to increase forefoot stiffness and enhance the rocker profile as well for the smoothest transition ever. You can benefit from their innovation by getting yourself a pair which uses a new Fresh Foam X compound. I've noticed an increased energy return with more cushion and less weight, making my long runs a lot more comfortable. Comfort aside, I also just love the look and how versatile this shoe is. Check out the 1080 V13 at newbalance.com. Thank you, New York. Today, we're reminded of the power of community and the power of coming together. Athletes, on your mark. The first woman to finish for the second straight year here in the New York City Marathon is Mickey Gorman, a smiling Mickey Gorman, and why not? 2.29.30, the time for Riddlebikes. Look at the emotion of Shalane Flanagan as she comes to the line. Pointing to his chest, pointing to the USA. He so proudly wears across his chest. A great day for Mev Kaplowski. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the final Set the Pace episode of 2023, presented by New Balance. Great to have you with us. I'm Rob Similcare, the CEO of New York Roadrunners, joined as I am week in and week out by 2009 New York City Marathon champion Meb Kofleski. And Meb, can you believe it? We started this podcast in September. Here we are at the end of the year. It has been so much fun and so much fun doing it with you. Rob, it's great to be with you. Yes, it's been a lot of fun to be able to interact with uh, fellow runners when we send them to races and things like that, telling us that they've been listening to the Set the Pace podcast. And it's a great feeling because it has helped them get to that starting line and to the finish line. So to be able to reflect back now is just awesome and uh, always a pleasure to work with you. Yeah, we got a special episode today. We're just going to speak with you guys, our listeners. Um, and we've been so appreciative of how many of you have come up to us at Marathon or other events and said you've enjoyed the podcast, you've sent messages, you've sent us reviews on, on all the different platforms, and it's just been great to, to connect with you this way. It's, you know, hope, my, my hope when we started this is that we would give you all out there, when you're putting in your miles, a way to connect with us, hopefully be a little bit inspired and entertained and informed, and we've heard back from you that so many of you have enjoyed it just like that. So, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for sharing. And so, yeah, today we're going to take some questions from all of you. Also, hear some of the highlights that some of you have shared with us, some of your best moments running in 2023. There's been so many great moments here in New York and, of course, all around the country and the world for runners this year. So just excited to, to let you have the mic a little bit. And Meb, we're going to kick it off with some questions. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody, we got a race coming up. This is our last race of the year, but we got one more race. Technically, it's next year. The Midnight Run, which kicks off right at midnight on New Year's Eve. It is such a fun race. If you've never done it before and maybe you don't have New Year's plans, uh, there should hopefully still be time to sign up. Go to nyrr.org, sign up for it. The race starts right at the stroke of midnight in Central Park. There's also a spectacular fireworks show as well. So it's a great run, uh, a lot of fun, really more of a party than a race. Um, so we'd love to see you all out there for the midnight run coming up on New Year's Eve. All right, Meb, let's jump off with the questions now. We're going to start with our first listener question. The question is, how would you know you're ready to run a marathon? It's a dream of mine. 
one day. And Mab, you know, if, I guess it depends on how much running uh, this person's already been doing. Yes, all starts how much running you have done. Sometimes if you are a new beginner, it might need to take you about maybe 12 to 16 weeks. And that's the beat of a marathon. But you're ready when you said, I'm committed, because that's what it's going to take to run a marathon, the discipline, the dedication, and putting some miles. The hardest part, as I said, Rob, sometimes is lacing those shoes up, going for a train. Once you go for a run, you're going to come back as a different person. Just keep going, the, go over past the soreness maybe three, four days. And after that, you hopefully could be hooked and be able to put in the smiles and the progress is pretty evident in front of you. You're going to see, oh, I couldn't even go around the block. Now I'm running about two a mile and then becomes 5K, becomes 10K. And then hopefully you find some people to train with. And then eventually you are ready to do a marathon. And when you do your long runs, your interval race pace, that will get you ready and you know you're ready to go execute a good plan to get in the starting line and then have come across the finish line. It's very a historic moment for everybody. Everybody has a story. Meb, I always tell people, and a lot of them just don't believe me, but if you can run down the block, you can actually run a marathon, right? Okay, you can't do it tomorrow. You can't do it next week. If you've never run at all, it may take you six, eight months to work your way up. Um, it's all about that gradual increase in your mileage, that discipline, uh, that plan, but you can do it. So if you set your mind to it, you have the inspiration and the desire, you can absolutely do it. And uh, we encourage everybody, by the way, to sign up for the uh, our, our drawing, of course, for the marathon in 2024. The drawing will open up in February. So there's still time. If you're hoping to run in 2024, there's still definitely a chance for you to run with us here at the TCS New York City Marathon. All right, Meb, another question we got is, what types of calisthenics or body weight training can I do to strengthen myself for running? That word calisthenics, you don't hear it used that much anymore. Basically, I think of it as stretching or things like that. But it's really about cross-training, Meb, and the other things people should be doing to get ready to run and also to stay healthy. What I like to say is prehab instead of rehab. The thing with running is to be able to be patient, make small progresses to get you to that ultimate goal of finish line. So when you need, you know, stretching is important. Instead of running, if you're going to run five miles, I would say run four miles and use that five minute or 10 minute to stretch beforehand and afterward. And those will help you get, you know, stronger consistency. And then also body weights are training is important to do the sit-ups, the push-ups, and the drills uh, is important to help you be as, you know, up tall uh, as possible and be able to just help you with the mechanics. But it's, uh, you know, body weights are important because you have, it's not just run, run, run. You can do that. But at the same time, if you can just do a little bit, the dips, the push up, the, the sit ups will help you be as strong as possible and get you to the starting line and hopefully finish strong. All right, Meb, we get this question a lot. What are some good snacks to eat before running? That question of what to eat before a run comes up so much. And it's honestly, it took me a long time as a runner to kind of figure out what worked for me. You know, we always talk about what a morning runner I am. So a lot of the time I'm running on basically an early morning empty stomach and that works just fine for, you know, maybe five or six miles. For a marathon, not so much, but you know, I'm a big fan of the banana, the oatmeal. So what about you, Meb? What are some snacks or some things you like to eat, especially before a long run? You know, going for a run is uh, you have to plan ahead of time. So whether you get up early in the morning, brush your teeth or have a little snack, whether it's oatmeal or banana or toast or bread with peanut butter or almond butter or just gel. And that will allow you, by the time you switch to your running clothes, it's already digesting. 
and you can just go for a run. So I think uh, bars or gels or bananas are easy ones to have and easy on the stomach. And uh, fortunately for me, I, you know, I always have an appetite and then get up early in the morning, get something, a toast or a tea, something warm to have before I go run. And then, you know, go up there and try to enjoy as much as you can, but, you know, plan ahead the night before. There's nothing worse than having a stomach that is working really hard while you're running, right? You want your stomach to be taking it easy. You know, you're already bouncing up and down. You're giving it a lot of work to do just from the, the act of running. So don't give it something hard to digest. I love a good you know, hot dog from Nathan's or something like that once in a while. But yeah, maybe not right before that, that run. Not a good idea. But Rob, you know, great point there. You know, you want to be as easy and gentle as you can to your stomach. But, you know, with technology nowadays, they have the gels that you can have. If you're going for like long run or whatnot, you can have it in your pocket or with you. And then you can have it, you know, five miles or six miles into the run. So just make sure you also hydrate. That's another important part. All right. Here's another question, Meb. Uh, the listener says, I didn't get into the New York City Marathon this year. What would you recommend I do to keep myself motivated in the next year? Well, you know, I, I love the fact that getting into the TCS New York City Marathon is such a motivator and it is an amazing thing to, to do and to look forward to. But there's so many, so many reasons to run. There's so many races to run, Meb. It's not just about the TCS New York City Marathon as much as we love it. You know, you would love to have them at the TCS New York City Marathon, but there's plenty of other races in New York and also outside of New York to be able to help you go, especially as you come into the New Year resolution. You can sign up for some half marathons or 10Ks to be able to keep uh, training. And then eventually, you know, you can keep applying for the lottery in New York or you can uh, run for a charity like even the Team for Kids or the Met Foundation in New York and, and be able to just do, be ready by the time it comes in November. Yeah, get your get a plan for getting into the marathon next year. There's, you know, we're sitting here now at the end of 2023. There are so many ways to get in for 2024. Our drawing application will open up in February. Uh, so many different ways. If you're outside the U.S., there are international tour operators that that have ways to get in. We also have lots of ways to run for free if you're here in the New York area. So stay motivated. It's going to happen for you. Keep that dream alive. We will definitely see you at the starting line of the TCS New York City Marathon one of these days. Matt, here's a question for me. What race did I enjoy the most this year? That's a great question. You know, I mean, obviously, I have to say marathon in some way because it's such an unbelievable global event. It was my first time as CEO. It's just an incredible thing. So, of course, there's that, but you know, there's also so much stress and work. It's so intense. I think maybe my favorite race in terms of how much fun it was, was the Bronx 10 mile race. That's a race we have in September. Uh, we had a beautiful day for it this year, a huge crowd running. It's a fantastic course. And it was such a festive atmosphere. It starts and finishes right near Yankee Stadium. You know, there were parties at, you know, places after the race. It's an incredible crowd. So that may have actually been my favorite, our, our New Balance Bronx 10 miler. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Meb, is there a New York Roadrunners race that's your fave? Can't say marathon because we know you love that one. <laughs> you know, uh, to be at the New York Roadrunners, uh, the TCN University Marathon, there's so many People come from all walks of to, of life and are all over world, from the world. I remember it was what 130 countries and 50 
over 50,000 runners, you know, to be able to go to Central Park and see their flags and their excitement to be there. Just, I think, you know, it's the United Nation basically in New York for that day. And I feel really, really honored and privileged to be part of that. And then to be able to interact with those people, whether I see the Italian, trying my little Italian or uh, people from Mexico, trying my Spanish there and things like that. It's just, it brings everybody together in New York. And I feel just it was wonderful. So, so you're saying marathon. <laughs> yeah, the marathon. <laughs> Which I don't blame you. You did kind of win it. So I, I don't exactly <laughs> blame you for saying it's your favorite. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the, the New York City half marathon is also a great one that I have participated, you know, uh, I've done the, you know, healthy kidney back in the day. There's so many different sizes and distances for the, for runners. But I want to ask you a question. What was you for you to circle back to that one year you know, the highlight for you as you completed one year as a CEO of New York Runners in the marathon, what was one of your highlights there? Yeah, I mean, for me, being at the starting line at the Verrazano Bridge was just incredible, having a chance to speak there and and and, and just see that start as a non-runner. Uh, that, that was an incredible moment for me and for so many other people. And I just love being at the finish line of all of our races. It's my favorite thing to do in this job is be at the finish line and give out the fist bumps and have people come up and tell me how much Roadrunners has changed their lives, how much it's meant to them to be a part of this community. So, you know, that's really my favorite part of this job. And that's a question we actually got from a listener um, to me, again, is what's the most important thing I learned in my first year? And I, I think for me, I kind of knew it, but I don't think I really could feel it, how much what we do matters to people, how much it changes so many people's lives. You know, I've heard from people who were battling terminal illnesses and, you know, they were able to draw on what they learned from running to help them, you know, get through those crises. People who had gone through difficult times, whether it was, you know, economic struggles or mental health challenges, uh, relationship challenges, whatever it was that they were struggling with, how running helped them get through it. And the gratitude that so many of them have for running and for what we do at New York Roadrunners to give them these places and spaces to run. So, you know, to me, it's just the passion and the life-changing power of what we do uh, here at Roadrunners and our, our mission to help and inspire people through running. Uh, I, that, to me, has been the biggest learning, and it's been, uh, been a real pleasure and an honor to be a part of it. What did you tell the runners at the starting line? I remember, you know, running is a victory lap. So what was your message? I know you said, congratulations. Why did you say that word for you? Yeah, I mean, that was one of my favorite uh, messages that I gave at the starting line of the TCS New York City Marathon was congratulations at the starting line, right? Well, why am I congratulating you at the starting line of a marathon? And it's because of how hard it is to get to that starting line. We've had conversations throughout this podcast with people who have told stories about, you know, times they hoped to run and they weren't able to get there because of an injury or because something happened along the way or they just didn't get in or whatever it is. And so it takes so much planning, so much focus to A, get into the race, right? And then B, the training and the work that it requires to get yourself there, to feel like you're ready to run. Uh, and I have so much admiration for everybody who gets to the starting line of our of our marathon. And then obviously that 26.2 miles, it is like a victory lap. It's a chance to celebrate um, what you've accomplished just by being there.
You can go the extra mile with the Peloton Tread Plus this season, now $1,000 off until January 9th. How about that? The cushion slap belt feels like you're walking, running, or hiking on clouds. No joke. Whether you're training for your next race or just looking for the best way to bring your workouts indoors this winter, the Peloton Tread Plus will get you moving toward your next goal. Pre-order the Peloton Tread Plus today at OnePeloton.com. Terms apply. All right, Matt, we got some, some, also some listener moments. Our listeners shared with us on social media some of their favorite moments of, of the year and of running and the podcast. And so I'll, I'll, I'll pick the first one. Lady B245 said that she just wants to say that Meb's 26 Marathons book changed my life and helped me through my first one. Uh, Meb, that's beautiful. And it, it is a great book, by the way. If you haven't picked it up, you should definitely check it out. Meb talks about each of his 26 marathons and the, the lesson that's associated with each one of them. Meb, what's that mean to you to have someone say it changed their life? Wow. It's a goosebump because you never know how you can impact person. But uh, I feel very fortunate to be able to share my stories and hopefully inspire others to, to do really well with their lives. So I feel very touched. Thank you to Lady B245. Well, 78DCR, it says, running my first half marathon and getting accepted to run the NYC half marathon in 2024. All right. Nice. 78DCR. Going to see you in March at the United Airlines New York City half marathon. Can't wait. You know, it was hard to get into that this year, Meb. We had a tremendous amount of interest, over 50,000 applications to get in to the United Airlines New York City half this year. So congratulations to 78DC or for getting in because it wasn't easy. Um, and uh, we're, we're just excited to see how many people are excited about that half marathon this year. You know, getting to the race is huge, but crossing the finish line of the TCS New York City Marathon was her favorite for job uh, ID1 ESQ. Well. It's one of the best feelings on earth, you know? So when you cross that finish line, I don't know if it was her, this person's first time or their, their last time, but whatever it was, it, it, it was an incredible, uh, it's always an incredible experience. I've done it twice. We know, we know what it's like to cross that finish line and it's a lot of fun. Uh, here's another one. This is from Teresa Runs One who said, the NYC half in the freezing cold was her favorite moment of 2023, but she says, I'm coming back, baby. I love it. The, the cold didn't bother her. She's coming back for another one. And, it, you know, we know that can be a cold race, Meb. You know, it's March in New York. There's a lot of wind. But we saw so many PR set this year during that race. The cold works. I mean, you know, the, the week of the marathon, Meb, I spend most of my time this year checking the temperatures, worrying about it getting too warm. So in March, we don't have that concern usually too much, and the cold weather can make for a really nice run for people. Here's one for then, yeah, Y-A-O-H, running my, f my first 5K with my friends after losing 120 pounds and crossing wow. the finish line. Just incredible stories that life-changing people, you know, start, always starts with the first step, but to lose 120 pounds and then to do a five, first 5K amazing story. That's incredible. Losing 120 pounds. Congratulations. Phenomenal. And, uh, you know, amazing what running can do 
to change lives. Uh, here's one from Sophia Fan, uh, Sophia underscore Fan with a bunch of ends. Um, her favorite moment, or I think it's her, is finding out how much fun it is to run on a track with other people. Yeah, it's interesting. We 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 have some folks who don't always love the track workouts, Meb. Um, they can be challenging, but when you do get some other people out there on the track with you to do that speed work, probably makes it a little more fun. It's social, you know, you, you see the people all the time, right? Cause you're all running around the same track. So uh, it sounds like fun. Do you, do you like running on the track with other people? Oh yeah. I mean, I love doing track workouts. This just helps because, you know, you can see everybody, what they're doing, you know, on the, under the track, what, even if you have different workouts, just to be there and. Align the speed is great. Just camaraderie that brings together. It's just awesome to be on the track. There's one from Gigi Milk. Uh, she says, turning on First Avenue at the bottom of the Queensboro Bridge. That's what the TCS New York Marathon is all about. Whether you are the front of the pack, the middle of the pack, or the back of the pack, that's, you wait for that. That's the moment. You know, it's, uh, you know, the echo, the electrifying sound of the TCS New York Marathon. That's for me that that was highlight of my New York City Marathon, and it looks like it is one for Gigi Milk as well. I hope uh, Gigi Milk did not get too crazy up First <laughs> Avenue. We talked about that a lot of this podcast is such an exhilarating moment. You can get a little too fast there, but hope that didn't happen to that listener. Um, Sometimes it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, it can be true. Uh, we had a, a listener, Dolce Vita three fifteen, that said. Uh, their favorite moment was running a 5K again after two pregnancies. Meb, I have so much respect for those moms, especially the the folks, uh, the the women who have you know given birth fairly recently. You know, it can be so hard to come back, you know, to running and come back to intense physical activity after a pregnancy. So, you know, major shout out to uh, to that listener, Dolce Vita, and all to, of the moms out there. Who have come back and and run well and run with us and you know not just at the amateur level but professionals we have professional elite runners who come back and and do incredible things running after giving birth so uh, congratulations to her and hope uh, hope great years are ahead for your running as well as for your kids absolutely one more last one I believe it says uh, L underscore Rafael twenty one seen Josh Kerr winning the Fifth Avenue Mile. He gave him a high five. You know, New York brings everybody, you know, not just marathoners, uh, but, you know, uh, shorter distances to be able to do that. And it's just wonderful to interact with them. And that's the beauty of running, the tangibility. You know, you see them run and the next time they'll give you a high five. And you are inspiring, but also engaging people to what, how beautiful, tangible the sport is. So congratulations on that to Josh Kerr for doing as well. Yeah, that was a special race. Uh, Josh had a lot of fans out there, a huge following. So I, I might have seen El Rafael 21 out there because I saw a lot of high fives being given that day. That was a great day. Uh, Lady Lupo, Lady underscore Lupo said uh, that her, I presume, favorite moment of the year was being a guide with Achilles for a visually impaired runner running the TCS New York City Marathon. Uh, first of all, Lady Lupo, thank you. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for being a guide. Thank you for being a part of that program. Go Achilles. You know, it's just always so inspiring to, to see those, those Achilles athletes, you know, making it happen and getting across that 26.2 mile race course, getting to the finish line, but it doesn't happen without the guides, you know, and the guides put in so much time 
so much effort to making that moment happen for these runners uh, or athletes, I should say, depending on how they're doing it. And uh, I, I just have so much admiration for everybody who does it. It's, what, it's actually, Meb, I've never told you this. One of the things on my bucket list is being a guide for one for for a, for an Achilles athlete or another you know programs athlete to help somebody have that experience. It's something I haven't done yet, and it's definitely something I want to do. No, it's uh, it's it's beyond yourself. That's what running is. Sometimes helping others accomplish their capabilities is so to be. To, and I had friends that has done that also with Achilles, so it's it's huge. And here came from Gady gets to run. Running this year's NYC Marathon, OMG, still gets still gets teary. I thinking about it. I mean, it's it's, it's incredible, you know, to one day to say I'm going to be in New York and to come across the finish line, you know, still gives me good pump, and that's what I love being at the finish line. Here's one from Anna underscore in underscore Bermuda. Anna, if you if you live in Bermuda. Congratulations. Nice place to live. Nice place to run as well. Uh, Anna said that her uh, favorite moment was breaking two hours in the half marathon. And that's a great goal to have. I mean, it's a big deal to break two hours in the half marathon for a lot of people. It, it, it's, it's a meaningful number. I, I know so many runners who have that as their goal, as their target. Um, and so it, when you hit that and you make it happen, you see that one uh, on that, on the on the clock, when you finish a, a half marathon, it's a great feeling. So, congratulations to you, Anna. Beck underscore four says finishing my first race in Central Park and immediately signing up for another one. You know, running can be addicting in a good way. That's a great one for Beck underscore four because sometimes people say, "Oh, I don't want to do it again," but to sign in the spot, that's a huge accomplishment and says a lot about running in Central Park and being inspired. Here's one from Simone underscore Carniglia, who got her six-star medal at the New York City Marathon finish line. Congratulations, Simone. You know, it's interesting. We, we always have a, a, a good number of six-star finishers in New York, but I find it tends to be the first of the six-star races for a lot of people. A lot of folks run maybe New York or Chicago first, sometimes London. Nowadays, for the six-star, and for those who don't know, that's people who have run all six of the Abbott World Marathon majors, New York, Chicago, Boston, London, Berlin, and Tokyo. And, you know, it's hard to get into, especially Tokyo and Boston. And they, they give out a huge number of those medals in Tokyo. But we love getting those six-star finishers in New York. So congratulations to Simone and enjoy that beautiful six-star medal. What a great one to do the six stars. Here's another one, Deafness, 19. Listen to this one. Finding out I was pregnant six weeks before the marathon and crossing the finish line. You know, talk about training. Look at this now. You know, when the babies, whether it's a boy or girl, when it comes across the finish line or, you know, that's, they have already completed a marathon. You know, sometimes I, Rob, I take picture when I meet and greet people. People let me hold their stomach and says, hey, you know, you met him. Or, you know, at times, you know, to be able to share those moments and say, hey, I was pregnant. I was, uh, you know, uh, when I did it. So stuff like that is huge. And for Def 19, that's pretty cool to, you know, she did it, you know, come across the finish line, even though she realized six weeks before the marathon, she was pregnant. Gosh, I, I don't even, I can't even relate, but like, it just sounds so daunting to run a marathon pregnant and uh, she did it and that's incredible. And now she can, you know, tell someday, tell her, her child that uh, they ran a marathon right there with her. Absolutely. 
Very cool. And I'll, I'll end on one from uh, Runs with Pauline, uh, who said uh, that her favorite moment was completing the 9 plus 1 program. For those who don't know, the 9 plus 1 program is a program we have here in New York. If you run nine of our races in a calendar year and also volunteer at one, you are guaranteed entry into the following year's TCS New York City Marathon. We have a ton of runners who do that every year. And so for those of you who have that dream, they w- you want to run a marathon, all right, we're sitting here at the end of 2023. Now is the perfect time. You can get yourself uh, a membership to New York Roadrunners. If you're not already a member, you can start signing up for races. You got to really focus because the races sell out really quickly right now. And you got to get online and sign up as quickly as you can. And then that, those nine races you run plus the one you volunteer, you can guarantee yourself a chance to run the 2025 TCS New York City Marathon. So hope uh, that happens for you. It certainly happened for her, and that's awesome. Congratulations. And that's going to be a wrap, Meb, for 2023. It has been so much fun doing this podcast with you. Uh, You've been awesome. Listeners, you guys have all been incredible out there. Hope you've had a great year. Hope running has been a big, big part of it. Hope listening to our our little conversations here on Set the Pace have made it a little bit more fun for you as well as you've been out there getting in your runs. Don't forget, give us a give us a holiday gift by leaving a rating or a review for Set the Pace on whatever your platform is. If it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, leave us a rating. It means a lot. Helps more people find the show. And uh, Meb, I have one last thing to say to you. Happy New Year, my friend. It's been so much fun. Thanks, Rob. Happy New Year to you as well. Great to be with you. All right. We will see you all on the other side in 2024. Happy New Year to all of you out there. Have a great, great holiday, and we will see you next year.